Make some noise with me. Just remember, come with me. Three, two, one. Are you ready? Nightclub junkie. This is the talent agency. B-sides. And welcome to another episode of the talent agency B-Sides. I am your host, Nathan Blade, speaking to you through the internet. Well, I kind of do that all the time anyway, but in this case, we're recording our session through the internet, which is wild uh, for me anyway. Normally I do all my games in person. Uh, we have one familiar voice on this show today. We have Paolo. Say hi, Paolo. Hi, Paolo. Perfect. These are the dad jokes that we live for. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, John has beat you to that joke at the start of an episode previously, so you are second fiddle to him in that dad joke. I apologize. Ah, well, mm, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the show, we have uh, two people who have DM'd for me before, but now I get to flip the tables and they get to be sad while I tell them what's going on in the world. Uh, we have Ruben. <laughs> Hi, Ruben. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, I am uh, Nathan's GM for Blades in the Dark campaign. I'm also a writer on the internet. Um, I'm expecting Nathan to not hold back any punches in um, the emotional jabs he can give me uh, because I have not been holding them back in Blades in the Dark. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm wondering how I can make shonen anime sad and heart-wrenching, but we'll get there. Um, I've, also inter- <laughs> I've also interviewed you before. You have appeared on uh, an episode of The Passion Project, uh, talking yeah. about Eurovision with me. Eurovision. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, we really got into the nitty-gritty of um, uh, Eurovision and how camp and good it is. And then we started just talking about JoJo a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, all all conversations about media that was initially for everybody, but then has been sweet seized by the queer population. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is definitely at the centre of that. Uh, also joining us is a very special guest, Will Ull, uh, who is very closely tied to the game that we're playing today. Hi, Will. Hi. Um, <laughs> so first thing about um, myself, you should know, is my my name is actually pronounced Yule. But Yule. Okay. More mm. more importantly, yeah, I am Nathan's GM for Into the Woods, which is a campaign I'm running with this uh, net battler system, which we'll be playing today in Into the Woods. I've it, everyone's playing as kids with you know c- cyber best friends that help them out, and in a city that is somewhere between utopia and surveillance state and it's been a lot of fun watching them have a shocking amount of internal conflict but <laughs> we're through it in the end yeah yeah i know um... oh, guys mm. i've just realized something mm-hmm. it's a trap we all dm nathan he's his letters all here <laughs> Oh, oh no. my god! Yeah, the, uh, you, you will <laughs> oh, find no. that all the exits are now sealed in your various bedrooms. There is no escape. <laughs> I want to. I want to roll perception right now. No perception rolls here, motherfucker. No! <laughs> this, is going to be, 
Is this going to be like a Saw movie and we're going to have to go through elaborate, like, torture traps that are going to teach us the um, things we, the ways we failed you as GMs? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if, you, if you die in the tabletop fair. RPG, you die in real life. Uh, <laughs> that is, that is oh, basically no. how this goes. But, um, he says as a gun pokes out of my monitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what I was about to say before that incredible goof, uh, and I do admit that was a very good goof, bravo. Um, was that um, the Mega Man Battle Network video games are actually kind of important to me as a thing. Um, They are one of the things that got me into caring about cyberpunk as a kid. Uh, The idea of kind of like a utopian future where even if you are just a mere 12 year old, you can save the world from cyber terrorism just meant a lot to me just as a human being. Um, also kind of got me into the whole genre of, like, kid wants to be the best at battling X with their best friend, which is definitely what the Battle Network games are. Um, your, your, most listeners are probably familiar with the concept of Mega Man as a robot guy who fights other robot guys. And this is still kind of true in this game, except instead of being a robot guy, you are an AI who has to follow the beck and call of a very, like, you know, uh, morally void preteen. What if a robot could use the internet? That's what this game is. Definitely. I mean, like, those games came out in, like, the early 2000s and were surprisingly prescient about what the internet would be like today, and in some ways absolutely not at all. Uh, but that kind of that kind of space uh, is a thing that I am looking forward to exploring today. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, so um, we've already made our characters, um, but uh, could each of you kind of go and give me the rundown of the characters you will be playing, both your net operator and your net navi? Um, Why don't you go first, Will? Sure. So my net op is a kid named Buck, and if you have seen any high school related media in the past like 30 years, you've probably seen this character before. He wears jeans, a varsity jacket, and fingerless gloves. He's got expertly coiffed hair, expensive sneakers, and a cocky grin or a sneer. Um, And he is often seen sneaking booze into places and shouting at people who get in his way. Um, He vacillates between being a fun-loving party bro, angsty bully, and very occasionally a faux-deep, quote-unquote, philosopher, as all teens like to imagine themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Buck is not a good person, but he's fun. And his net navi is Slick, who is a digital um, lawyer that Buck's father gave him to make sure that Buck didn't tarnish the family name and, you know, get into any headline trouble. Slick, Slick's face is stuck in a smug grin that glints when he's got his target cornered. He's got this um, black, low-poly, pointy hair that he's able to just, like, run a hand through and slide it into a greasy mop, and a wine-red suit that is fashionably low-poly. He's quite wiry and not too tall, and his element is loopholes, which means he's going to be spending time in the digital world, pulling all kinds of shenanigans with bending the rules without breaking them, and probably using some wordplay to make some actual holes. <laughs> nice. Basically, you've designed the character specifically to ruin the scenario I've given for you, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben, 
Go for it. So yeah, my net up is uh, Mo. Mo is a Jamaican English kid um, who's a uh, very chill. Uh, he's super friendly and he cares a lot about his friends. He's actually uh, good friends um, with uh, with Chuck, right? What is it? Oh no, Buck. Buck right? Ah, Buck. Um, and he just uh, like sticks sticks with him through thick and thin. Um, he wears um, like not he wears clothes that show that he doesn't have an interest in fashion. He just wears whatever his mom buys for him. Mm-hmm. Which is um, mostly um, sweat. Like I wrote down here, sweaters and auto-generated T-shirts, which is gonna, be, which is just a, a cyberpunk thing we threw in there. Um, <laughs> so stuff with slogans that just uh, like templates, like uh, uh, "Don't talk to me before I've looked at a big truck online," <laughs> and uh, and he just uh, yeah, he just wears those all right. And he got he got um. um because this is Mega Man Battle Network, he does wear orange, like bright orange high top sneakers that also have roller skates in them. Hell yeah! Len, Len Hikari, future uh, Heelys. Future Heelys, yeah. Uh, he's also a big fan of baseball. I came up with a base, a fictional baseball team called the Cyber Sluggers. Cause why not? And the most important part about um, Mo is that he absolutely knows what music is. Mm-hmm. And um, moving on to my uh, uh, to my Navi, uh, which is <laughs> I almost forgot about this hell of a backstory. Uh, Mister Grog, who is a uh, Mister Prog, like kind of like the the generic programs in Mega Man Battle Network, who has tasted the sweet rum of freedom and is now chasing after his own destiny after cutting himself loose out of his programming um only ended up in moe's care uh, entirely accidentally um mr grog used to be a uh, elevator operator and he just got sick of the constant elevator jingles just a cheesy um like 8-bit versions of girl from ibaniba and Hmm. just escaped that hellhole and now he's uh, uh on the quest for music and um he also became a pirate a music pirate uh in that during that journey his uh nice. element to no surprise is piracy <laughs> and he just he just is a uh mr prog like a green floating green guy without arms um but he has like a skull eye patch and a big um big uh, uh long john silver coat is that the pirate name yeah yeah long mm-hmm. john silver yeah one of those coats and that is yeah those are my characters and finally paolo go for it so chad is is the net up uh, he's he's a young lad who is he always looks tired and he's very scruffy he's always wearing like a jumpsuit kind of dark gray bluish jumpsuit style overall because mm-hmm. he spends most of his spare time working at fabricators um chad chad wants to like really design things in the world and that's his kind of calling in life but the only way you could get into this company at such a young age was on the ground floor kind of manual labor part so he's always he's pretty knackered and he's always trying to like design stuff he's got a good um relationship with mo because his dad got him the job there and he's eternally grateful to him for that um and buck uh is kind of like a troublesome friend of his 
in that he's always asking him to make stuff like like a pocket to like conceal booze or something like that. But Buck always, um, sorry, not Buck, <laughs> Chad always finds a way to kind of sidestep what he asks for. Mm-hmm. So um, he'll kind of make him not what he wanted, but something that works better in some ways. Uh, he's just like, the operative word for, for Chad is that he's tired. He's just tired. <laughs> but he's, he's like working that grind to try and get where he wants to in life. Nice. Um, his Navi is uh, Mr. Maker. Uh, Mr. Maker is the only uh, kind of uh, program that Chad could afford. Uh, it's essentially like a child's toy um, from a popular TV show, um, but has been mo- like who used to help kids with arts and crafts and stuff, but has been modded to the extent that he just doesn't look anything like that original program. Um, he is he he's kind of like this uh, similarly dressed to Chad in an overall in yellow, but he wears like a cap that you can pull down as a visor, as if he's welding. He's got lots of belts on him, loads of tools, and like huge like leather gloves, as if he's a welder kind of thing. Um, make a kind of similarly to Chad likes to um, make stuff that isn't necessarily needed like makes additions to things and fixes that aren't necessarily needed mm-hmm. um, or, were, or asked for and oftentimes when Chad like presents an idea for him to go over um, Mr. Maker will kind of make it better much to Chad's dismay um, but that's a, that's a succinct description of them as I can give nice nice and uh, with that, we will start our scene. So, uh, we are all uh, relaxing in a, a kind of common area to the three of you. Where, where do the three of you like to hang out in your free time? I think maybe the smoking area <laughs> outside the factory. <laughs> Nobody smokes anymore, so it's pretty free. I don't know. That's a. That's oh a, no! Okay. Oh, oh, would vaping be? A th- of course, vaping would be a thing. Oh my god, Buck totally vapes. There oh we go. God, yeah. I hate it. What? Okay, what? What flavor though? Because in the future, in the cyber future, there's got to be wacky flavors for like you got to load up that weird cotton. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're. Oof, that's a tough question. I, I feel like it's got to be something that he. Th- like that sounds hardcore so it's like black licorice okay i actually top went out into... <laughs> <laughs> i know there's 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 a, a vape flavor that's just ocean there's an ocean vape flavor and that sounds so mis- mystical i don't know i just feel like that's um okay well <laughs> just, it, it, it just it, stinks <laughs> if vape flavors get that abstract then i'm picturing buck is like leaned against a Leaned against some brick wall, vaping a flavor called like Backstreet Romeo, as he nice. like dribbles right. a basketball it lazily in the other hand. I Ruben hate this guy. Mo loves him. <laughs> Buck does not deserve either of you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess if we're hanging out, like, are we hanging out outside the school gates, maybe? Oh, I was gonna say it's outside the factory where I work. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I I can very easily like. Is is this on a weekend or is Buck skipping class to go hang out, dribble a basketball and <laughs> vape? And I I wish I knew what Jewel was because I I feel like that sounds dumb enough that he might. He might get into that. Uh, Jewel was vaping aimed at kids with no nicotine in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. 
Probably not that. Why? I know, right? Capitalism sucks. Uh, Jewel lovers, please send your complaints to at WriterBlades on Twitter. Please do, so I can mute you. Send them a make. All five of you, we are ready. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, while you're all, like, uh, chilling in the vape zone, uh, Mo gets an email. Uh, What does your kind of, like, email ringtone sound like? I think it's just Mr. Grog yelling. And he goes like, uh, Oi, you scallywag! You've got an electronic mail! I'm not going to do that voice the entire time. <laughs> I think that's the pre-recording. But yeah. Oh, you scallywag! You've got an electronic oh God, mail! <laughs> yes. Um, so, the... the oh, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, the, the email that you receive uh, says the following... Uh, to Mo from Space Tune Limited Promotions. Subject, congrats! I'm going to have to uh, stop you there because I think it has to be read in a pirate voice. <laughs> I, I think, mean, meanwhile, like, Buck says something to the effect of, like, oh, what, did you get more coupons from Mom? <laughs> the sick burns. No one, no one said Buck was clever. He has a mind of one. I think maybe I think maybe Chad is like, <laughs> 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 oh, it, it, Buck totally goes for like the down low um, high five from Chad. Chad just misses that completely as he's pretending to laugh at your joke. <laughs> I will read the email in a pirate voice, I guess. <laughs> well, here the fuck we go. I wasn't preparing to do this today. Congratulations to you, fansite member. You've been selected to be in the audience for the Diana and Corona Full Live Show. This extra special broadcast will be held in the middle of Oxford Circus and will be the UK's first opportunity to see Japan's hottest synth-pop sensation in the flesh. Yar. <laughs> this is a cowboy voice. Oh my Christ, no, it's perfect. It's perfect because the, the the he doesn't just have like Mr. Grog. He's Mr. Grog's got a crew of pirates that read the uh, emails and shit. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> there is an immediate footnote. Uh, Corona.exe will not literally be appear- appearing in the flesh. Please do not expect physical contact with any of our acts. <laughs> and the pirate voice resumes. Please find attached your e-ticket to the event, along with two additional guest passes. Take your best friends, and don't forget to tag all your photos and microstreams on Instagram with the hashtag Diana Corona hashtag. Um, and there is another footnote. Recorded footage of performance lasting over 15 seconds will be discovered by content filter and punished severely. Please blog responsibly. Okay, so I th- I think... Um... Buck kind of like, t- w- with the hand that was dribbling the basketball, like peers over his sh- his sheer black sunglasses, and says, "Hey, what's that? Sounds like that could be a fun time. Uh, you know, like a I'm, I'm not I'm not one of those like losers who likes those you know stupid singing girls that's for girls that they're they're dumb. But maybe we could pick up some chicks. Um." I think Mo, uh, this is like, um, oh no, this is, this sounds, this sounds fun. Um, sounds like music. I know what music is. Yeah, let's, let's go, let's go check out the music. Don't you want to, yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, Buck, we could totally pick up some chips. I mean, what flavor? <laughs> I'll, I'll pick up some music while we're there. It's fine. 
Uh, Mo, you th- this this email is uh, one that you've received as being part of the fan site list for Diana and Corona. You do not remember necessarily signing up to this, or maybe you did, just being like, "Yeah, I totally know that music people sign up to fan site member lists. This is fine." I think I think Mr. Grog made me sign up for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, <laughs> I you know, it's time for you to. Explore the wide world of music. So, here's a fan site of my favorite band. <laughs> I'll sign you up with the username Mo Music Lover Two. Mo Music Lover One was taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time to explore the seven seas of music taste. You need to get out there, boy. <laughs> you, need to, you need to go listen to Hatsune Miku. And and I I love how our three heroes are departing. Onto this adventure with three completely separate objectives and ideas of why they're going, which is perfectly fine, to be honest. Uh, is there anything else you'd like you guys would like to do in the scene? Yes, um, I think Mo um, gets like, um, like from a from a cigarette packet. He gets out a smoke and he unrolls it, and it's a chocolate cigarette, and he puts it in his mouth, real cool, and he goes and he eats it. I'm done. You guys are all the edges teens, and I love it. Thank you. Um, could could Slick actually make an info roll, or he doesn't doesn't need to be a roll, but just to see if there's like any any legal information that he should be aware of of like you know n- no no this no that like this isn't allowed, so that when Buck brings in like mm. fifty different kinds of contraband. He can at least know which kinds should be kept on the inside pockets of his jacket. <laughs> um, yeah, go make an go make an info roll. Um, I think this is a normal difficulty info roll in that battlers. You can make easy, medium, and hard rolls. Uh, you got two successes, which is a full success. Ooh. So okay, uh, I will uh, answer two questions. So give me two questions. I'll give y'all two answers. Okay. Um, what? Let's see. Between. The kinds of, you know, booze and cigarettes and whatnot that Buck is definitely going to be bringing. Which of them can he um, enjoy openly, Mm. if any? Uh, Well, uh, with this being London, street drinking is definitely a thing. Um, they will, <laughs> they will probably be, uh, you, you do a bit of a cursory check of the kind of, um, company that's putting this live event on and, uh, in the kind of notes for it, you, you find that they will be doing bag checks for knives and for food and drink products not bought from, uh, Space Tune limited brand, uh, food stations. Hmm. Okay. And other question, is there anything, I, I guess, is there anything suspicious or otherwise stand out about any of the, like, legal agreements? Uh, you do a bit of a deep dive into the bit where they were kind of talking about um, micro-recordings lasting over 15 seconds of the event will be discovered and punished severely. You kind of tap into the punished severely and, oh, oh god, they can do that to a person? <laughs> it's like, um... <laughs> <laughs> There's like a an internet voice recording of someone who's like, like oh god, it was sixteen seconds. It was just sixteen seconds when they found me. They're here. They're here. Oh god. 
our lawyers have very specific set of skills. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've not necessarily pictured a world in which you owned literally nothing, but you considered it for just a (laughs) second, and the shiver goes down your spine. Um, I will also say, with uh, that Mm -hmm. info roll of the full success and kind of keeping in ideas with uh, your Navi's element of loophole, um, that is uh, 15 seconds of a single broadcast. It doesn't seem to be saying anything about an infinite number of 15 second broadcasts chained together. <laughs> ah, the classic Snapchat loophole. Mm-hmm. Um, Slick rubs his hands together and tweaks a couple settings so that the permanent recording that he has going on at all times of everything that um, Buck says and actually wait a second that's probably a terrible idea never mind he definitely does not record everything Buck says because that is such a liability (laughs) like the audio dampens when Buck says something (laughs) pretty much yeah nice Uh, and with that I I think we will there is a a scene transition as you uh, leave the smoking area to enjoy your weekend it's now Saturday welcome to Oxford Circus Uh, For those who are not familiar with Oxford Circus, feel free to do a brief Google image search if you need a bit of a lowdown of it. It is basically an iconic um, traffic crossing in the middle of central London um, that is just in the middle of its kind of like shopping district kind of area. Um, All the kind of major department stores and big like fashion chains are available from here. Lots of of electrical store uh, with that specific grammar. For those Battle Network nerds out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. Ah, the Akihabara of London. Yeah, uh, the, the, it's um, uh, in in real life, the Akihabara side of it has actually dampened quite severely. They are no longer available to afford the um, rental costs of having their shops there. So a lot of them have now been turned into Whole Foods, and I am genuinely not kidding. Oh, uh, but um, uh, in in this uh, future of twenty seventy seven, um, those those kind of electrical stores have kind of reinstated themselves. And actually, I'd like to imagine there there is one store called Whole Foods, but without the W, so it's just foods that have whole. It's a donut so place. Donuts. Yeah, yeah just it is a shape. Swiss cheese emporium. Uh, <laughs> those kind of niche markets is what the hipster food kind of seeing like needs right now um so in the kind of like rapid consumerist expanse of the intervening decades uh the crossing has actually expanded to accommodate both more traffic and more shoppers so it actually feels a little bit more like scramble crossing in shibuya uh like in tokyo so the kind of uh con- comparison to akihabara is not uh, entirely out there. Uh, there is definitely uh, maximalist space for physical events here, as well as being able to accommodate the ridiculous number of shoppers on a Saturday. However, uh, at this time on a Saturday, actually, the crossing has been mostly pedestrianised. There's like a really large circular stage in the middle, um, and in the middle of that stage is a tiny merry-go-round. Um <laughs> There's like a lot of um, spectator seating uh, and fencing. There's like a whole bunch of kind of like, you know, whenever there's like an open air concert and they've put that kind of like low metal fencing so you can see, but you definitely can't get anywhere close without having to awkwardly try and clamble over it. Um, There's also kind of like raised, almost like scaffolding areas for people to stand in. 
could uh, all the netops make a sense roll for me, please? So, uh... I sure can yeah, try. The way that Battle Network works is that you have three main stats. Mind, body, and soul. And nine different skills that match up to said stats. Uh, to make a sense roll, that is your mind stat and your sense skill. You you rolled a one, so that that's fine. So, uh... I think, I think maybe uh, Chad's just kind of like drifting in and out of sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Um, Buck got zero successes. Uh, Chad got uh, zero successes. And uh, Mo got a single success. Yeah! Uh, oh from that, uh, Mo takes a glance up to uh, some of the kind of like surrounding buildings. And you can see that, like, office buildings and even in some department stores, you can see people are looking out of those windows um, at this kind of stage in the middle of the crossing. Wow. So it seems that all eyes are on stage right now. Uh, whatever act is about to start is not currently there, though. So many people. Guys, so many people. They love music, just like me. Hey, uh, chat, chat, wake up, wake up. There's music happening. What? Oh, oh, there's music. Oh, okay. Yeah, can Wait you hear it? when the music, music? starts. <laughs> there's no... They're not playing right now. Oh! What are you... Guys, I... There's, there's no music. That's oh. not... What? I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Guys, I think I'm probably going to have to stand. If I sit this massive hip flask that just goes all the way down my pant leg is is just gonna stick out like a sore thumb so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay chill you know standing's cool or anyway mm-hmm. where would you guys can like I... to set yourselves up oh yeah go ahead but but can I just lean on lean on you just a little for a second so I can what you 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 just want to lean on me just gonna lean on you for just a bit Okay, okay, buddy. Here, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, I I think Buck takes him like on on the shoulder as if he's you know a a passed out man, and Buck is definitely going to try to walk over to the front seating area, even if it's totally full. He's just going to like stand next to one of the the front seats, mm-hmm. or actually, he's probably probably just going to like be leaning against one of the uh, gates, you know, the little waist high oh. barriers. I want I want Mo to get a blanket out of his backpack mm-hmm. and just kind of like like put it over Chad's tired shoulders. <laughs> you, you both of you have done this before. Absolutely. Do do him a real babushka style. <laughs> are we doing are we doing babushka again? I Yeah, we're, oh. we're doing babushka. Yeah, buddy, it's going to be okay. Just hang in there. Yeah. This is kind of a bit of an indiscreet place to kind of leave him. You might need to go and find a sensible place to prop him up. No, it's okay. I'm awake. I'm I'm awake. It's okay. I'm I'm here. When's the music? When's the music start? Who's playing again? Yeah. Is and and Mo goes to chat. Is it? There is a uh, large projected in um projected in augmented reality. Because uh, in this setting, slightly different from Battle Network proper, AR is definitely a thing. There is a countdown of uh, five minutes being projected above the stage. There is like a, a rigging of like a set of lasers that kind of go around the base of this central stage area. 
and they seem to be crisscrossing in a way that is helping project this five minute countdown. Okay. Um We could we could speed up we could speed that up. Oh. We I could wanna... we could we could tinker with uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get up my uh navi and, and, and maybe we could make it so it's like the music starts now. That's such a good idea. More music faster. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with it. You know, I'm vibing here. I'm just getting getting my drink on. You know, I'm just I'm feeling pretty good. But you know, if you want to get that 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 music, make the women come out faster. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. On the scale of one to sourced, how wrecked is Buck right now? I'm pretty sure he just has like basically an IV drip of alcohol, so he's not actually that drunk. But it it makes he feels a little more comfortable if people think. Think he's got a constant buzz going. Pretty much. <laughs> so we've so we've got dumb, <laughs> sleepy, and drunk. <laughs> ah, yes, the the best of the uh, you know s- seven dwarves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chad, you take you take a look at the stage proper. You don't need to make a sense roll for this. Um, there is definitely uh, bodyguards and bouncers that are surrounding the stage. You can see that there is a control panel um, to the to the stage that, as general inference, is what makes the stage operate. Okay. But getting there in, you know, uh, broad daylight might be a little difficult. You might need to think of something to get up there. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, Buck... Uh, can do you think you could make a small scene, and then I'll I'll get up and. What are you trying to say? I... Are you trying to? What do you mean make make a scene? You think I'm the kind of person to make a scene? You think I'm the kind of person who just goes around and yeah, that's just, really like, good. That's really really turns good. around and he throws the like metal gate that he was leaning onto the ground. You think I just <laughs> go places and make scenes? You think that's what I do? I think I've... everyone loves me. <laughs> Shut up! I think Chad's got like a uh... a very discreet smile coming across his face. Like, cheers, buddy. Okay, Buck. Can you make me an easy charm roll? How well are you <laughs> se- selling this? Like, I sure attention? hope I can, my friend. I sure can. Oh, oh my wow. god! With two successes, you you yeah, well, you you uh, definitely get what you intend to do. Uh, so, what's the kind of like um, immediate response to this that you want? So, I'm seeing this play out in two ways. One, and they're at basically different level, different tone levels. So, I'll let you pick. I mm-hmm. figure there's the reasonable tone level where some people like give some polite, you know, oh my, gasps, and, you know, people start looking at him as he makes a fool out of himself and not paying attention to Chad or Mo running off to go make the performance start faster. Mm-hmm. Or other people start joining in and tossing over yep. some of the um, metal barricades and start, like, mosh just pit, basically mosh moshing. Mosh pit, mosh pit, yeah. mosh pit. I, I like the second one, actually, like, I yeah. am glad. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, somebody in the uh, audience is like, yeah, he's stone a rager! <laughs> and he just, they, they, they then also kick off. Um, they are in idle gear. I don't know if you've ever been to kind of like a, or seen footage of like a Japanese idol concert, but people tend to wear like the branded gear and they have like glow light sticks and oh, um, nice. <laughs> all, all the kind of like branded Diana and Corona it's gear a... and full top to toe in that just like um, two two ladies and a dude 
um, just then also pick up uh, pick up some of the fence and just throw it. Is it kind of like <laughs> that vine when the, you've got all those cyber goths like lined up and doing <laughs> doing that little dance to and people keep imposing oh, different gosh, music yeah. over yeah, it? Yeah, I, it's... I'm totally picturing this is happening as like one of them has pulled out their PET and has started playing out of like really tinny speakers some some of the music. So it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, not that any of you necessarily know this, because I I think it was established that none of you actually have heard Diana and Corona perform previously, uh, but it seems from the general attire of some of the diehard fans there that Cyber Lolita is definitely a big part of the look of this fandom, so... (laughs) Oh my god, it's a cyber Lolita circle pit. Uh, in Lolita dresses made of really advanced smart fabric, just throwing down. I love it so much. I'm imagining... Uh, like, I'm imagining like Sombra from Overwatch, but like wearing a gothic Lolita dress with the purple yeah, light lines. No, if, if um, Sombra from Overwatch was like uh, the lead in Card Captors. Oh yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect analogy. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this mission of the talent agency B-Sides. I've been very excited about net battlers, and you know that I'm all about vibrant AI shenanigans. If this system is catching your interest, net battlers is available to play now, and the PDF is free. You can Google net battlers tabletop RPG for links to the game and the community Discord. Now, back to the show, and hopefully not more terrible pirate accents from me. Sorry. Yeah, uh, guards from around the stage uh, uh, perk up, uh, going like, huh, um, trouble has started, excellent, and they start cracking their knuckles <laughs> and uh, wade into the middle of this daytime mosh pit. Uh, it seems the stage is currently somewhat unguarded for a small period of time. That's what Yes, we... in which case I shall move upon the stage and try to hack this countdown. Cool. Um... Uh, for sake of expediency, you don't need to kind of roll to make your way up there, Chad. Uh, you just kind of, like, shuffle through. It's pretty packed. There are still people around, and they're kind of... Um, some of them are um, preventing... Uh, are trying to be uh, noble Samaritans and preventing people from storming the stage. But you manage to get to uh, a decent range within the console space where you can kind of connect your um, your personal computer um up to the up to this machine it seems like it is a wired interface so you need to connect to it directly okay so i i i think chad kind of like fumbles his way up like sleeves slightly too long from like messy hair over his eyes kind of Mm -hmm. like almost tripping a little bit uh jacks in as it were with like whatever connection is required yeah cool does chad have like a, a catchphrase he says whenever he jacks uh, Mr. Maker in. <laughs> oh, man, I hope so. Uh, please just do the do the thing. Please <laughs> do the thing. Mm-hmm. Please, please, like don't. Please don't do anything else. Just do the thing. 
And uh, there is some, like, plugging into the internet sound effects that will be added in post. So, um, this stage area, actually, on the internet is, like, one-to-one with uh, the meat space stage. And uh, you and uh, Chad sees, actually, in real life, uh, a hologram approximation of Mr. Maker appear <gasps> on the stage. Oh, hey there, Chad. It's Mr. Maker. Oh, oh God. hi. Hi. Um, can can you um, can can you make the timer go um, faster, or just like cut out a bit of the the loop for it, please? Oh, why would I do that when I can make it about five times longer and add these t- seven digital world clocks for every aspect of time around the world? Yes, we can improve this tenfold. Let me get my wrench and pulls out this big, like, comically logic wrench, kind of, out of a belt. Like, mm-hmm. it's small when he when it's on him and he pulls it out, and it's just, like, comically large when he when he pulls it. So, um... Absolutely. I think he starts going at the uh, device, and he will, like, make the countdown shorter, but adds, like, several other clocks to it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, go and make me a normal coding roll. So, coding for Mr. Maker is... Changes, like, the font of the numbers to, like, a Helvetica, like, a really, ni- really nice... Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing it also adds, like, extreme precision for the time countdown, where before it was just, like, minutes, seconds, or, like, hours, minutes, seconds. Now you get, like, a microseconds and nanoseconds. nanoseconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mo walks up to the chat and offers him a candy bar. Yeah! <laughs> it was yeah! worth it! It was worth it! <laughs> You got three successes, so that is a critical success. Nice. So how does this alteration go above and beyond? I think he doesn't... He changes it so much more than what we've explained already. I think he tries to make it some kind of rudimentary navvy. Um, so it's no longer a clock, it's a person. Uh, mm. <laughs> so it's not a countdown <laughs> uh, okay. timer, it's like an announcer announcing the countdown, as well as commenting mm. on how on what time it is in different um, time zones around the world. Like, it's 10 seconds until the start of the show, and it's also 6pm in China. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't have sentience, but it's it's like... It's like uh, I can't remember what voice was doing for Mr. Maker now. Look, 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 it's much better than it was before. But what'll happen in 10 seconds when the show starts and this Navi, Navi's life ends? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, yeah. no! Yes, it's like a, a Flash clone, essentially. <laughs> you uh you summon um uh, a or I guess Mr. Maker renders out of the ether um what looks like a stage MC large say shades kind of glittering jacket uh and they are in their mirror shades they've got the countdown um reflected in it and it fast forwards from five minutes to ten seconds. Yes, yes. So it can be it. So I think Maker's like I. Re- Within the last 10 seconds, I researched all fashion relating to television presenters, and this sequin jacket was unanimous among them all. <laughs> and uh, the, the this new clock MC says, Everybody, Diana and Corona will be here in 10, 9, 8! And everybody in the audience starts like cheering as well. The people um, who have started kind of moshing... Uh, stop moshing while in headlocks from security guards and kind of <laughs> look up at the stage. Um, now is probably people are now starting to look directly at the stage again. Um, oh, Chad, no, I gotta it move. might be a good idea to kind of leave. C- come on, <laughs> Maker. Let's just get. No, don't do any. No, don't get back in the thing. Come... No, 
I'll just unplugs the <laughs> like oh god and runs down the stairs again. Yeah, uh, you you disconnect from from the uh, stage server. As like I'm unjacking like Maker's probably like looking at other things to fix like light setups and things like that that he could improve. And mm-hmm. he's like just about to like pull out a giant infl- like novelty screwdriver when I unjack and he's like breaks into bits. I'm also picturing all of these tools are coming out of a really tiny pocket. Yeah, they're all like they look like normal tools when they're on him, and he pulls it out, and it just enlarges and kind of like flop, like almost like an inflatable thing, kind of like waves all over the place as he's like going to jab something with it because he was a child's toy after all. Uh, in the, the the as you as you kind of um, disconnect from the server and make your way back to your crew. Um, everybody's like three two one and um everybody starts cheering um there is like a picture in picture of um a a lady sitting in a green room um (laughs) she looks no older than like 16 or so and uh she's like just sipping a can of cola and uh sees everybody cheering outside and looks around frantically being like what (laughs) it's now um uh showtime i guess <laughs> and she sprints um in this very very uh, frilly dress like out of the green room um you see the crowd part um almost like you know a big like parting of the sea kind of thing as um this girl sprints her way onto stage um stopping by the um the console uh plugging in her personal kind of computer, leaving the, the, the console there and then running into the centre of the stage next to the um, merry-go-round in the centre. It's like, hello, ladies and gentlemen! And there's like a big... Uh, as everybody's kind of uh, going ham for this uh, single lady. You all know who I am. I am Diana, and I'm so happy to be performing for you today in sunny London. It is so overcast today. (laughs) So overcast. And this is my navvy, Corona. And uh, manifesting, kind of, uh, sitting atop one of the um, horses on the merry-go-round is uh, somebody looks pretty much identical to um to diana uh as if they were twins um but with slightly lower res uh not enough detail where you uh where they would be indistinguishable from each other you can tell them apart this episode of the talent agency is sponsored by corona <laughs> get refreshed mm-hmm. like like they would pay me for any of this shit i just want like a case <laughs> but uh yeah they they start to um perform their uh, uh, hit single Fairground a la mode um, as they kind of step they both step aboard the merry-go-round uh, and the <coughs> merry-go-round starts to rotate slowly as they sing and then after a while the stage itself starts rotating and then the stage rises from the ground I think a good I... seven feet in the air I think uh, gets Mr. Really dizzy and froze up <laughs> uh, Mr. Grog Oh god. Are you okay? Chad. No. <laughs> Chad, do you want do you want, okay, I got I got a little I got a little stomach um uh, stomach what are they, what are they called? Um soothers. And tassels? Yes. You want do you want you want it's one? Just the spinning. Just this just okay. the sp- I don't know. Okay. 
Let's let's spin Spinning. you around. Oh yeah, could I have one of those just for later? Okay, Don't you worry. Can have one. I'll spin chat. I'm gonna spin you around half a circle so you can look away. Please don't throw up more. Okay, here we go. <gasps> oh god. Whoa, that carousel is spinning round and round. Oh, I'm so sorry, lady. Uh, you can just listen. It's you can get that off really easy. But my friend here, you ruined my outfit. It looks great with the yellow when green. Don't worry. You you are here in the church of Diana and Corona, and you sully it by vomiting. <laughs> uh, but he's getting into the music more than he expected and accidentally hip bumps Chad. Is there? Oh, well, I don't is look there, at like, the spinning um... anymore. Don't make me look at the spinning anymore. Okay. No, you're, you're the spinning's over. Spinning's over. Just look, just look, look above mm, the sky. Well, actually, unfortunately. Oh, we're uh... spinning in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> as as uh, Chad uh, starts to look around at being told that it's not spinning anymore, you see that. It's starting to spin faster, and faster, and faster, and it starts raising into the air. And suddenly, it's about 20 feet off the ground, suspended entirely by kind of like maglev technology. There is like a loud thrumming sound, with the kind of sheer, like, uh, potential energy being flung around to make this piece <laughs> of technology happen. Um, the lasers that are around the edge of the stage start going haywire and flailing around in all sorts of directions. Um, the Diana goes from um, singing to awkward off-key singing as she's kind of feeling a bit thrown around to just screaming. Um, Corona.exe is continuing as if nothing is happening. It seems that for, for her effort, it's just hitting a play button on her side. Yeah. So she's still going. <laughs> I think uh, Mo says, Whoa! Loving his music! Yeah, Buck, as, as this goes from like concert into Danganronpa execution, um, Buck is like getting really into how intense this isn't just yeah, trying to like, Ride or die! Ride or die! Ride or die! <laughs> Uh, eventually the spinning on the platform jerks to a halt, uh, and you see, uh, Diana, like, sprint for the edge, and reach the edge and start teetering over, like, whoa, 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 we're up high, um, uh, and the audio of her vocal track over the speakers and Coronas cuts out, and there is, uh, an intercom sound that goes over instead. <clears throat> this Space Tune Limited performance has unfortunately been locked behind DLC, and the performers have been suspended. <laughs> to unlock this performance, please download the EP Full Synchro by Alra Une. Once we reach 10,000 downloads, this content will be released to you adoring fans. Remember, support your local artists. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? Oh, this is not part of the music. Is the song over? Is this... Fuck local artists. <laughs> you hear from the from most uh, pet. You hear, uh, uh, support local artists. I'll just do my pirate stuff. And you see, like, Mr. Gronk uh, sail off into a little boat <laughs> as he... <laughs> as he uh, as he uh, searches the net, um, starts searching for a, a way for a 
uh, a torrent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, go, uh, go, give me a normal coding roll for for Mr. Prog. For Mr. Prog. For Mr. Grog, <laughs> sorry. Uh, he has. Oh God, he has one mind, zero coding. There we go. Uh, Easy. Yeah, you'll get it every D6, time. Six. One D six. Here we go. Hey! Oh, mm-hmm. check it. Six is all around. Yeah, you you go find uh, Alra Une on the on the uh, on the internet. Uh, their like artist name obnoxiously has a rose where the second A should be, like a rose emoji. Uh, is there? I want to. I want to say. Is there like uh um like the um, the countdown number the AR screen? Is there like a counter for the downloads? Yeah, it's at like five. Did Mr. Grog's piracy tick up the number? Um. No, okay. un- unfortunately, but you do get some information about Alraune with your with your yeah. kind of like um, searching in. Uh, it seems that they previously were also affiliated with Space Tune Limited, uh, the people who put on this music event. They don't seem to be currently though. Ah, uh, wait, lad, lad, listen to me. Stop listening to the music. The music's over. All right, look at the screen. Look at the screen. It's me. I'm here. All right, laddie. Scully, you scallywag, listen up. We're here in the smack dab middle of a label rivalry. You know what that means? You know what that means, don't you? You have to go and save Corona, the love of my heart, the wind in my sails. You understand that, don't you, lad? And then Mr. Grog is like intently, intensely staring at Mo, who does not understand. But he's like, can, <laughs> the, can the other two hear him talking or is it just a this could be on loudspeaker if you want it to yeah oh you really did you did you did you pirate that pirate voice mod for him because that's i mean i could i could help you develop a mod like you know if you need better audio what's what's wrong with this laddie oh it's it's cool Uh. it's cool I th- I think Buck like glares intently as he at his PD and says like, "Okay, so like I didn't pay any money to get in here, and I'm not paying any money now. How do we fix this so we can get back to the music, or at least back to the spinning? That was cool. How do we fix this? No, I don't think Chad wants to go back to the spinning. Mm. Yeah, Sl- Slick looks a little nervous and says like, "Well, okay, so we we probably we probably can't start the spinning again legally without a betting to what amount what might amount to a little terrorism, but we might be able to you know jack in and just try to try to you know rejigger things, reconfigure, just yeah, sweep the dust bunnies out, get things working, nobody pays any money, get this get this little, uh, sweep this under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, as, um, you kind of glance back towards the stage as the, as the discussion of maybe plugging back into that server again, you see that that counter is ticked up to 15 and the, the, there's a voice over the speakers, ah, I see that, um, the number of purchases of REP is not going quite as well as planned, so maybe there should be some incentives. And the uh, laser show um, around the edge of the stage refocuses in, like they all bend inwards and uh, zap the top of the carousel, and it disintegrates. Oh god! <laughs> what is the? 
What is the general mood? Uh, Buck tears. <laughs> what is the general mood in the audience right now? Uh, well, previously they were kind of looking at each other like, what the fuck, man? I paid good money for these tickets. Uh, and then kind of like, a couple people were, looked up the album, listened to it a little bit, and went, Psh, I'm not paying for that. Um, now that there is like some actual threat going on, um, the number is ticking up faster, but probably not really that fast. You wonder if it keeps up at this speed, what might happen? Oh no. Um, can I, can I try to hack the, the lasers? Can I try and find an interface for the lasers at all? You can make your way back to the stage. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's head up to the stage. I, I think Buck, for a brief moment, thought he made eye contact with Diana, and it's probably like, oh man, she's so into me, I've gotta help her out. <laughs> oh no! Buck's that was distress in her eyes, but you do you. Buck's turning into a idol otaku. Buck gets yeah. that a lot. Buck's gross, and it amuses me. Yep, uh, <laughs> he is. So, uh, are you gonna... Um, Chad makes their way back over to the stage area? Yeah, just looking for a place to jack in and maybe hack. Is anybody places. else following suit? Absolutely. Oh yeah, Buck is absolutely, you know, hustling over. Mo mm -hmm. is skating right behind. Yeah. Um as you get up to the um stage area, the bodyguards are back again. Um, and let's fight um <laughs> Well <laughs> they uh, he he's just kinda like there's an incident going on currently, and as a result, we are limiting access to the stage area. Uh, if you don't have a good ID and or reason to be here, I'm afraid you should leave this to the experts. Shut up, I gotta get a babe, okay? You wouldn't understand. I got a good idea. Why don't you move out of the way so we can listen to the music? Actually, I, I have my ID. I, I work in the... Um... The factory where this actual rigging was, was constructed, so I, I think maybe I might be able to help. Okay, an actual... Uh, uh, I am I am happy for Chad to make a... Oh, expediency's <laughs> sake, a normal charm roll. Okay, that's That is a plausible dice. lie. Okay. Uh, so it's... Hang on. Uh, soul R. plus charm. D6. <laughs> 2d6. Normal, did you say? So is that... Greater than four. Over greater than four, yes. Oh. That's uh, no successes. And he looks... Okay, at... uh, mm -hmm. I would love Buck to just try to barrel through them and, and bowl them over. I mean, hell fucking yeah, do that. That's an easy strength roll, I think. Uh, -huh. uh hell yes. Okay, I almost tried to roll four dice with no sides. Here we go. Wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, you you go for a full like shoulder tackle with that one success towards the bodyguard, and the bodyguard lowers stance and meets your shoulder tackle with a shoulder tackle of his own, and you are currently deadlocked. Okay, uh, Mr. Grog yells, "Cannon fire!" and Mo throws the pet at the other bodyguard. <laughs> There's just the one bodyguard. Actually. Okay, yeah. Um, just are you just gonna beam this guy with your PT? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I guess make a normal netop sense roll because that's what's used for ranged attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I was hoping you'd say that because now I can roll three d six. So oh. none of those are successes. No, that's an easy no. Uh, ah! You just throw your PT, just like it sails straight past them. 
Uh, you hear Mr. Grog yell, Remember me! And uh, just kind of skitters on the floor. And Mo goes, Oh! Darn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, where does the PT land? Like, behind them? Um, it, it, it lands behind them. It's not on the stage, because obviously the stage right. is about 20 feet up in the air. Um, but near the stairs that go up to the little um, console area for the stage work. Uh, can I can I just try and try and like wrestle this guy to the ground? I mean, this guy's currently occupied in a deadlock with. Uh... Oh, in which case I'll just run past him then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Buck. Uh, yeah. You um, plug into the um, the stage network again, and uh, like last time, it's one to one with uh, the real space. So, uh, the plug-in point is essentially next to the console, which is on ground floor, and the stage is all the way up there. Right, okay. So, uh, I think first things first, we've got to take care of the lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to make some kind of roll to, to try and like get them to target each other. Uh, sure. Um, go and make me. You, you're kind of doing this as a bit of a ranged hack. So uh, okay. this is, uh, let's call this a hard coding role for Mr. Maker. Okay. So he, he comes out. I, I don't think he wants to fire them off. He just wants to hack them so that their position is locked, pointing at each other. So if they try mm. and fire them again, they'll just destroy each other, if that's possible. That's fine, but we'll see what the result of your role is. Nope. Ah. Uh, so, um, Mr. Maker, uh, tries to kind of get into the access, the access requirements for the stage controls. He's just, and... he pulls out like a giant novelty hammer and just starts smashing it, like trying to like, just work, <laughs> work, 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 Yeah. Um, the, the lasers do, uh, go haywire for a moment and, uh, one like rakes along the bottom of the floor. Just it points downwards and scans across the bottom floor, drawing a uh, dangerous line through where the uh, where you in meat space are standing, but also where uh, Mister Maker is standing, because you're in the same space more or less at the moment. Um, both of you go and make normal speed rolls to try and get out of the way. So um, Paolo is rolling twice, uh, once for Mister Maker and once for Chad. They're both one d six, so. Okay. Do you want to? Shall I roll two d six, and then the first ones for him, and the second ones for? That's fine. Okay. So uh, Chad gets out of the way. Um, sees the the laser re-aiming and kind of takes a step back. Um, Mister Maker is too busy, kind of like wailing on the kind of control panel, and the laser just goes through them, and uh, they take one damage. Oh no. Mm hmm. Um, then something odd occurs. There are, um, two lights that kind of appear, uh, in, in the, uh, air near where the stage is. They just kind of, like, weird two blue glowing orbs kind of appear at the top of the stage. And they pulse for a couple seconds. And the lasers reassert themselves into their original position again. Okay. I want to... Mo wants to run past uh, the uh, the bodyguard, uh, pick up Mister Grog again, and Jack in together with um with Chad and Mister Maker. 
Absolutely. Uh, you can just go and straight up do that, and you're connected in. Um, <laughs> while you're doing that, um, but, uh, sorry. No, Buck, I got the name right. Mm -hmm. uh, Buck, make a, a normal strength roll. Okay. Kick his ass. Oh my god, his ass is grass. It has been reduced to its base element. Oh yeah, I'm ass. not gonna I'm not gonna roll against that. With uh with uh, three <laughs> successes you just kind of uh dig your heels in and find an additional piece of strength beneath you and just knock the bodyguard over and he's This sprawls. adult got kicked got his ass kicked by a fifteen year old. Yeah. Dang. Welcome to the world of shonen anime. Uh, I'm 16, dude. Back off. <laughs> Just yells to the sky. I'm, I'm, mature. <laughs> I'm mature for my age. <laughs> oh, it's so not true. Mm -hmm. And Buck absolutely um, jacks in as he shouts, Come on, Slick. Let's win some hearts. <laughs> uh, and you, you are all kind of currently with, within, within the server space now. Like with Mr. Maker, when you plug into the server, your Navi appears uh, in AR, in real space, physically, where everybody else is. So you're all kind of crowded on at the top of the stairs next to this console, and the stage is still all the way up there. Uh, the count is still ticking up. It's about 200 at this point. Oh god, and they uh, asked for 10,000? Uh-huh. Oh, man, they are, they are not Bandcamp potists. Um, what do you guys do? Um, the blue lights are still kind of flickering up there right now. Uh, can we, like, digitally... Can our, our navvies digitally make our way to, like, um... Because maybe I'm maybe wrong, but the vision I have is, like, right now, like, the cyberspace is, has become, like, a tower to climb? Or is it not? Ah, um, no. What, what's happened is that this particular server one-to-one uh, -one mimics the stage's state in real life. So, because the stage is currently 20 feet up in the air in real life, it's also that high up in cyberspace. Oof. Okay. Difficult to reach. Yeah, so we gotta lower the stage somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... Oh, so, hang on. Can I, can I ask a question? Would you say, um, that the, uh, the thing that's higher up in AR, is, is it a large distance away? Yeah, tw twenty feet is a is a long way away. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Maker has a thing called Map Edit, where he can generate a simple structure that is is either hard, large, or hidden. Mm -hmm. So um, could... you definitely can give yourself something of a boosty. Uh, whether you could make something twenty foot high is probably not a thing. That's fair. However, um, that doesn't mean that there isn't information to be gained in the scene. It just means you can't physically make your way up to the stage. Or digitally make your way up to the stage. Mr. Maker tries to Fortnite his way up. Basically. Yeah, just starts... I think maybe just for play with and just, like, starts building some kind of digital ladder, and I'm like, no. Yeah, no, please, no we can, we can, we no, can have stuff. that. You don't need to roll for that. You start yeah. to try and make tiny structures um, at, at a time. Uh, making <laughs> huge ones would overexert yourself. Like so you've started kind of like a pyramid slash staircase of generic cubes. This might take a while. So is, is there any obvious kind of like um, control, you know, anything that can be used to control this that is obvious that we can see? Well, the uh, the console that you plugged into to get your navvies here seems to also be reg re rendered in digital space as well. It's what Maker was trying to do to reassert control on the lasers. 
Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. So I assume there's some kind of readout on the panel of like the the platform height. Uh, yeah. There's a, a whole bunch of kind of like stage, uh, stage state, ambient temperature, elevation, wind chill, etc. So, because my element is bullshit, you always, you know, I will never be mad if you say, no, you can't do that. But, um, could I try to roll affinity to make a loophole to move the decimal point of the stage height to kind of de-elevate it? Uh, sure. That's definitely a thing that you can go and do. Um, go and give me... Oh. I, I think this might be hard, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but yeah, give me a hard affinity roll. <gasps> it's something. Yes. Okay. So, um, with well, your one success, um, how, how does how does loopholes work, like, visually? Uh, what does it look like when loophole activates? So, I'm, I'm picturing this kind of looks like a, you know, looking at the... Um, panel screen, you know, you see like 36000.00 and there's just like a a little bit of, you know, the, the screen kind of, you know, gets, gets like a couple of glitches on it, but instead of the glitches just being like, you know, black boxes or whatever, it's like legal jargon as you're seeing, you know, like plaintiff, post-separation um, support, you know, guardian ad litem, all, all kinds of terrible, you know, Latin legal jargon just kind of, like, glitch onto screen momentarily, and then the um, decimal just kind of whoops over. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, that actually has uh, a solid effect in that the platform does start to descend again, um, slowly, uh, because if it fell at the speed that it went up, it's got safe, fell safe in, so descending at high speed is not a thing because that would uh, probably kill the people on the platform. Um, and it gets about 10 feet away when um, the two orbs reappear again and pulse and crack a little bit. But this time around, it's actually really close and you can kind of see these orbs a little better. And there's something in it. Like you can Ooh. see through the orb. There's like something on the other side, like it's a window. All right, we have to take care of those orbs. They're separating me and my love, Corona. <laughs> Let's um, go, lads. Go and uh, everybody go and give me a uh, either a sense or an info roll, depending. Oh. Okay. Um, so uh, with uh, Buck's two successes, um, you these these look like um, real locations that you can kind of see in these. Uh, there are two orbs um, that seem to be kind of like diametrically opposed on either side of the uh, merry-go-round platform. Uh, inside one of them, it looks like it is a department store. Like, you can see racks of clothing, um, and you can see that there is a large sign at the back, kind of like a large um, uh, logo of the store, and it, is, uh, it says Neonet on it. And in the other one, you can see uh, the, what looks like a broadcasting studio, uh, NBN UK broadcasting studio. And you know that both of those buildings are actually in the area. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think I know what to do next. We should, we should, 
go look at these things in real life and um do something to them, right? That's what we gotta do. What? Oh, um, I I guess I yeah 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 I think yeah okay. I'm pretty sure Buck's still good to be running around for at least uh, at least another hour if I can just get him to stop necking. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do in the server? The the as the um the orbs continue to recorrect the coding, the uh, platform rises back up again slowly. Oh, that wasn't the server. Okay, no. Imagine me saying that in a pirate voice. Then that was Mr. Grog. But uh, no, I'm uh, I'm done. Okay, cool. Um, Slick absolutely shouts up some legal jargon about how all of these are good Samaritan actions and they can't be held accountable <laughs> for anything that backfires. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think there you all kind of disconnect from the server and uh, make a bid of where you might want to go next with the information that Slick kind of gleaned from looking into these two portals. Yeah, so department store and Radio Shack. Um, <laughs> television studio, but close Ra- enough. <laughs> it's, it's music. Radio Shack. No, let's go to television studio, please. Yeah, I think my dad sued someone who worked at NBN1, something for, like, defamation or slander or something like that, so we totally got an in. Come on, let's let's get in there. Oh, okay. It's like, are you sure I can't just take a sip? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you make your way over towards the uh, NBN UK broadcasting studio, um, the camera kind of pans back up to the view of the stage again, and it's ticked up. It ticked up to 250, and then ticked back down to 249. Uh, oh! And, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call that a, a break there. We will see you back next time on the Talent Agency B-Sides. been the talent agency b-sides mission nightclub junkie on this episode you have heard paolo as chad and mr maker ruben as mo and mr grog and will as buck and slick i'm your gm nathan the theme music is live at the car mic by triads the recap music is the chase by triads sound effects supplied by freesound.org additional music supplied by kevin mcleod find more at incompetech.com and now, some music nerdery. So, Future Bass is kind of a weird genre. Like Vaporwave, it's a music genre created by internet communities. It's fast, vibrant, filled to the brim with goofy samples, and a sub bass to make your house shake. Combine that with a Japanese musician with a taste for J-pop and Gabba, and you get Nightclub Junkie by UK. Or, well, I'm actually not sure how to pronounce the artist's name. Uh, is it Yus... Yucky, UK, it's spelt Y-U-C apostrophe E, if it matters. Anyway, the album that Nightclub Junkie is from, Future Cake, is a tidal wave of sugary, sweet, neon magenta audio, and I kind of love it for that. It's all dance tracks, and none of these dance tracks could be anything that you would hear or could ask to be played in a nightclub, but it sure does fit with the soundtrack of an anime boss fight, which is probably the point. And to be honest, a genre and artist that exist almost entirely within the framework of the internet is a good fit for both this RPG system, NetBattlers, and how I've written the mission. The villain of this mission is actually uh, an online persona that I used to use in the mid-2000s, which is a bit of a nostalgia bomb for me. 
and having your current friends beat up your past self is weirdly cathartic. So I hope you enjoy listening to it. Until next time, stay weird, runners. Oh!